Welcome to Unchenyo and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world, from different backgrounds and niches of expertise, who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. Yes, let's do this. I'm interested, excited to see how where we're gonna go today. <laughs> okay, all right. So we started it already. Welcome to another episode <laughs> of Virginia and Strength Podcast. And today's special guest, we have Lily Shaw. Hi, Lily. How are you? Hey, Maria. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm very good. That was the intro because Lily and I, before jumping the podcast, we had some very strong <laughs> conversations. So we're like, okay, let's do this before we get like side- sidetracked and like end up talking about, I don't know, Galileo or something like that. So <laughs> Lily, Lily. Yes, an- intense conversations already. <laughs> I know. And it's only 930 in the morning for you. And I'm like, okay. Oh, my God. I don't, I don't know what's happening. I'll be in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> I think the curiosity cat bit me today and it's like okay go and I'm like all right okay you're going too deep in this conversation but anyways Lily no, no ask away <laughs> why I'm here <laughs> Lily is an actress a contributing writer as well it um award-winning motivational speaker and uh, Lily tell us a little bit about yourself uh, so everybody can get to know you please Sure, let's just jump right in. (laughs) Uh, I am, as you know, uh, uh, an Indian American actress. I was born in India, but then I grew up in Sacramento. That's where I went to college. And then I came to Los Angeles, literally one week after I graduated. Uh, to become an actress. And that's who I've been. Um, And over the last year, when the world was shut down, I realized that I needed to expand and become more of, you know, put my voice out there more. And that's when I hooked up with a coach uh, who kind of started guiding me and showed me the path of how to use my life experiences as a woman of color, as an immigrant, as an actress, and to share my life lessons with the world um, and to show them, you know, how it's possible possible to not get bogged down by the challenges you face, but to actually use it to make yourself better, make yourself stronger and change the world in the process. So now as of last year, I am also a contributing writer for Backstage and for Thrive Global. And I'm also a a speaker now, you know, a public speaker. (laughs) So that's me in a nutshell. (laughs) that's awesome so 20 when people say 2020 was horrible it wasn't for some people it was actually amazing got to discover new things about yourself yeah you know you're right I mean I definitely had that moment of like you know can we curse on this can I say shit like I don't know hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) so I was like okay you know, shit, like, what the hell do we do? So I think for me, the first priority was to make sure that my mom and my brother were like, uh, taken care of. So then it became the question of like, well, what do I do? How do I survive? You know, what? So 
fortunately for me, I was able to uh, sort of log in and uh, stay with my meditational practices and see and let life kind of reveal itself to me and be like, well, what is the next step that I can take here without getting scared? you know, and mm -hmm. that's when um, I started going on Facebook and I started meeting all of these people who were like minded and who didn't want to get scared and, you know, who wanted to be careful and cautious, but didn't want to get locked down either, you know, and be stunted in their growth. So that's when I started working with fellow creatives and fellow artists. And I was able to carve out a path for me that felt true, that allowed me to reset my acting career and uh, spend the time and the energy to reinvest and to make myself show the world, you know, the, the Hollywood community, what I can do as an actress and also start uh, modifying my message for the larger public so they can see that it's possible, um, you know, to keep working at something and still help improve the world a little bit better. So that's kind of what 2020, it became a transformational year for me, honestly. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. sure I'm not the only one who says yeah. that, um, you know, but yeah, I think you either, you either get scared by it or you decide to make something of it. And I, I decided to be courageous as scary as that was. And here you are today. Awesome. <laughs> and Lily, what is, what is your message now as in you transition into this other part of of yourself or your spiritual journey and and your life journey as well all, all that combination of like okay let's transcend and let's do something different what is your message for people out there now um i think of uh, the bigger there's a lot of stuff that's happening like you and i were talking about before this idea of social justice is very very prevalent in america right now you know we are done living in this one form of existence in america where only a certain group of people were given a voice and were given opportunity so we are now stepping into this new era so to speak where all people of you know color sexual orientations, ethnicities, everybody is now creating a voice that's true and authentic to that. So one of the bigger, um, you know, and that's kind of like where my heart and my soul kind of lies that uh, into like, I want to be a part of that conversation. Um, I want to help make Hollywood better, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want to be able to um, you know, use my life experience as an immigrant woman, as an Indian American woman, and bring my myself and my true stories to my acting, and show to the world that you know that we're all kind of the same, that we all face the same challenges. We might look different, so that is like the social justice aspect of my message. That I would, you know, um, really, really like. I just feel that if we can tackle we can make the world like just America in general and then wor the world you know just mm -hmm. better for everybody and for the next generation for me personally where I'm at is you know and this is going to be a long-winded answer I hope you have time <laughs> don't worry but <laughs> I like um, long you know I <laughs> okay, great. So, you know, I started uh, as an actress right out right out of college, right? And in being an actress, and especially being an actress of color, I, you know, I always thought that you worked hard, and then you paid your dues, and you get your mm -hmm. day, you know, as time went on, it became very clear that that wasn't quite the case in Hollywood, right? That you do have that you can work hard, and you can be talented, but you're not going to quite get your day. Um, you know, to, because you're not the right skin color, right? Uh, essentially, unfortunately, that is the bottom line truth, right? 
So for me, my life journey became about, well, do I give in? You know, do I accept what the world is telling me that because I don't look a certain way, I don't have the right to live the life that I want to live, that I don't get to have a voice, I don't get to have a say, or do I get to keep or should I just keep pursuing what I'm pursuing, because it's my life's purpose, you know, it brings me joy, I know, and I know that I'm good at it, I know that I can make a difference with it. And I know that this is why I'm on this planet is to be an actress to be a performer, right. So my personal journey really became about not listening outside of myself, not listening to the naysayers, to the people who were, you know, the misogynists and the haters and the naysayers as, you know, as Taylor Swift says all the time, Uh, but to listening to myself, you know, and, and keep listening and following that inner voice, that, that path that kept saying, no, keep going, don't give up, you know, keep keep Mm -hmm. believing in yourself, know that your day is going to come. So my personal journey became more about pursuing my truth without getting scared off by people who were imposing their life truths and their life experiences onto me as a way to hold me back. So that's my personal message that you can follow yourself, you can follow your truth, and you can keep forging your path ahead and keep doing something that maybe even hasn't been done before, you know, and you can be the trailblazer, you can follow your truth, you can follow your heart, and you can make the impossible possible. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Lily. Can I ask, do you think it requires a certain type of personality to shut those naysayer voices and like those hater voices in order for you to be like, okay, I'm, I have to be focused. I have to go and like, you know, because I say for a lot of people or not, I'm, I'm, say, I'm not saying a lot of people, but, you know, it's just a continuous thing of generational things that, you know, it's like something somebody will tell you, no, you can't do that. Oh, you'll never be good enough. No. And, you know, it's, and for some people, they'll take that too hard and they're they end up doing something that the other person wants and they never follow their dreams. Oh my God. Isn't that the truth? And especially for women. And I'm sure this is something you've experienced in your life. You know, everybody just feels like because you're a woman, they have a right to tell you how you should be living your life. What you should be wearing, how much you should be weighing, what job you should have when you should be married. Ma, you look pretty. Go away. Exactly. Exactly. So like, you know, not having a say, it's like, uh, you know, if a guy asks you out, you have to say yes. Or, you know, I, uh, you know, it's like, as a woman, it's very, very challenging. And I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Absolutely. So I do think that a certain kind of resilience is required. Um, but something that I appreciate now and that I didn't appreciate when I was like, you know, 21 year old, uh, was the presence of community. Mm-hmm. You know, this, what you and I are doing right now, this is going to reach out to some woman, some girl out there who's deciding about whether or not she needs to, you know, follow her dreams and, or even a young man for that matter, who are being told, don't do this, you know, don't be a painter, go get your accounting degree. You know, people oh. who are being told that. Yeah. So Right. So I'm hoping that this sense of community that you and I are creating that's now being created, you know, on Facebook, on Instagram, in the world, uh, that it's going to inspire and encourage people uh, to, you know, follow their dreams. So I think the sense of community, the sense that you're not foolish to want to live your life your way 
is an essential element. You know, the support in the environment that was yep. missing when I first started is now coming out. Yeah. So that is, I think, something that I appreciate much, much more now. Um, and frankly, if I had this kind of support and sense of community that we are now developing, um, I feel like I would have struggled much less and I would have like hated myself a lot less because I would have known that I'm not the only one who's going after my dreams, that there are other people like me who've done that. But so I think. Yeah. So uh, just to finish my thought, like yeah. as much as resilience is important, so is having that community of like minded individuals who are doing who are the black sheep, who are hated, but who are mm -hmm. still doing the things that ring true to them. Thanks. There's a huge shift that needs to be changed there to in order to be in a community as well, because we are taught as well to be very competitive, and especially in the States. You are in a, in a nation that you are taught to be competitive since you're in kindergarten. And it's like, oh, oh my God, yeah. You know what I mean? It's what the hell? Like, I see, I live in Argentina at the moment. I see the kids, and they're like, they're on la la land. They live their life like they don't care about anything, you know? As in, you see kids already stressed in primary school in the States because they have to hit the notes. They have to, they have to, they have to be the best. And, and it's hard when you're doing it by yourself because that's what you're taught to be do that if you're going to be the best, you're going to be the best. You know, right, right. What, yeah, exactly. I think and this is where the whole toxic masculinity aspect of our culture, I think, comes in, where it's always dog eat dog world. And that's why I think with the rise of female leadership, we are now thankfully, I think, as a country, we are stepping into the idea of being community minded. And mm -hmm. of like letting people be themselves a little bit, you know, to not sort of, you know, pound the pound pavement them, from yeah. the time that, you know, you're, yeah, but you're right. There is definitely a sense of like, I, you know, stepping on other people to get ahead mentality, but, you know, and that's the toxic masculinity aspect of it. And um, I personally would now like to be a part of the feminine leadership that's more community oriented that's more about, you know, cooperation and diplomacy and that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is, you know, we'll see, we'll see yeah. how this shapes, but at I least know. we're now taking the steps to make that happen. I know. know, I know. It's yeah. just, it makes such a huge difference. Like I, I've been in business for three years and at the beginning I used to do all by myself because I had to. I was like, I know I can do it and I'm going to do it, you know, and I did everything from scratch. I did everything to one point. I was like, oh, fuck this. I was like, I don't want to anymore. I don't want to. I don't have to prove anybody that I can do everything. You know, I'm like, I know I can, but I don't want to. Like, I really needed that, you know, getting on the phone with someone and I just bounce off ideas or just, you know, have that, oh, that love, you know. No, I hear you. Board. It's such a I definitely did that. Yeah. I mean, when I started as an actor, I was all about like doing things myself and figuring everything out. Um, but, you know, a lot of it was the fact that there wasn't that kind of support available. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, people were just kind of like, you figure it out. And, you know, it's not our job to like help you figure it that out, you know. So there was a lot of that um, kind of isolation that was there, frankly. And then on top of that is the fact that the woman is always asked to prove herself. You yes. know, can you be a mother? Can you be successful? Can you cook? Mm -hmm. It's like, no, I don't have to, you know, yeah. I do yeah. this one thing well, and I want to do this, you know, yeah. in your case, it's like, I want to have my business and I'm going to get the help to be successful in my business. Like yeah. what's wrong with that? Yeah. You know? 
And it's okay yeah. if you don't know how to cook. Who gives a shit? Like, <laughs> not because you're a woman, you're supposed to know how to cook. I never got that. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what if I don't like it? I'm like, it can be simple as that, you know? That yeah. is true. It's not something I have to do. I hate to clean the house. I hate to mop the floor. I'm like, I do it sometimes because it needs to be done, but it's not my life's passion. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I mean, and I shouldn't certainly not be expected to do it just because it's my gender. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, I'm happy to help clean mm -hmm. up my house. Sure. Yeah. I'm happy to help my family and, you know, want to yeah. be a part of my society, but like it, you know, the broomstick doesn't have to fall on me the whole yeah, time. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> I that's true i remember my friend a friend of mine uh she was she was having finishing dinner with her husband and her kids and the husband was like should i help you and she was like what do you mean should you help me it's like this is not my job to do like wash the dishes and all that shit it was like you fucking do it <laughs> she got right. was a simple question and he went like uh-oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and I'll tell it. you. <laughs> and I'll tell you, and my brother is going to hate me for sharing this story, but I'll tell you this, that, and it's very difficult for uh, men on the other side who are kind of like raised, you know, like my brother, my mom raised both of us to like help around the house and, you know, mm -hmm. do all of that stuff. But him being a man, he was surrounded, you know, as a teenager, he was mocked and, uh, you know, for like being, you know, uh, one of the people in our social circle once was like, well, you know, you are your mom's second daughter. And the reason was because he would help around the house because he would launder, you know, not the laundry, yeah. he would help mom with the vacuuming or whatnot. So it's not as, you know, it's as difficult as it is for women. It's also very difficult for men who want to help and, you know, who've been mm -hmm. raised to help. And then they have to deal with all this toxic masculinity and with this hatred because, well, that's a woman's job. What are you doing? Like, you know, to help uh, your mom, you know, like, where are you like a girl now because you're helping? Oh, so, yeah. so it's not, you know, it's very difficult on both sides. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I hope my brother doesn't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> we can edit it if you want, but I like that story. <laughs> no, you can keep it. Okay. <laughs> Lily, and tell me, the, since you started acting, did you did you ever end up like did you end up acting like landing a role, like being a part of a series, a movie, or anything? Yeah, I, I definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I did a couple of independent films. Um, I did like lead roles and supporting roles. I did a YouTube series. I actually have done TV and um, I have auditioned a lot, like for everything from like co-stars, guest stars, uh, uh, mm -hmm. recurring to series regular. So, you know, um, it's like I've been in the mix, um, so to speak, but my number, my lottery number just doesn't come out <laughs> doesn't come out yeah, it, yeah. Can, I, can I ask you this it might be very personal but do you think that like because of your of your ethnicity do they tend to give you a role that is like stereotype yes early on it was okay. when I first started it was very difficult yeah it was all about like doing customer service roles because I was Indian and then doing like these you know uh the customer service and then second was like this immigrant who was just fascinated uh by you know because she was an american so it's like oh my god i can't believe i'm, Amer I'm in america so you i actually decided that you don't have 
yeah, Indian accent, you know, I which I didn't mind because I had it pisses me off. Like it really pisses me off. Like I just find that so unjust, you know. But okay, sorry, go ahead. No, it was annoying, but then I realized that you know I do have family members who have Indian accents, so I was like, okay, you know, that felt right to me because mm-hmm. you know the problem was that um, you get like put in this box, and then it's like, but this is not all I can do. I want to do other things. So, um, you know, uh, and that I never could really break out of the box till I kind of decided to say no, you know, personally decided I was not going to do those roles Mm -hmm. um, that I was going to do work that was more aligned with myself. And it doesn't matter what the ethnicity is or what the accent is. So that was kind of like those person. You got to make those personal decisions because no one else is going to help you make that. You that's know, some, but yeah, that's a hard decision to make, especially when you're trying to to make a name for yourself. Is it? It it was very difficult, um, and it was a silent decision. I couldn't really tell my management, my representation at the time, that this isn't something I wanted to do because people like me only did a certain kind of roles. You know, like we didn't do anything substantive or anything huge you know those roles were just not being written versus now where like my management now is just fantastic and you know they are like I get pitched for everything I get submitted for everything you know so that is like already just in the 10 years that I've been here that the world has shifted you know where it's like Mm -hmm. oh we get that you know you're Indian and you're not white but yeah we're gonna still put you up for like roles that you can do that are right, you know, that are right for you, because obviously you can't do every role, right? There, as an actor, there are yeah. only certain roles that are right for you. So now, like, I'm you seeing that my want to do as well. No, did you exactly. ever get presented with a role that I was? You were like, no, this is not for my. This this breaks every belief that I have, or like it breaks my values, and I don't want to do it. I have not in terms of roles, but there are people that I've had to say no to. Okay, you know, because it's like. Uh, you know, it's like, you can't steal from me. You can't steal my ideas without giving me credit. And that's where like this whole uh, toxic masculinity comes in, where it's like, because you're a woman, you're just expected to go along to get along. And so I started saying things like, no, it's not okay. I deserve my due. I deserve to get paid, you know, so I, you know, so I had my those little battles along the way as an actress of like standing up and taking my ground, so to speak. Um, And it cost me honestly, like, you know, I lost projects. And I, you know, I also, frankly, probably would have been a little bit further ahead in my career if I had just let people do the things that they wanted to. So I did fight as much as a young actress who doesn't have any career, any I fought for myself, you know, as much as I could without like, there was a line that I didn't cross, you know, so uh, thanks for sharing that, Lily. That's uh, that's for standing up for what you believe. Can I just ask you, did you regret any of it? Say like no to those things? You know, here's, I, I'll give a double. <laughs> In the moment, yes. You know, it is difficult because first of all, nobody likes you and you want to be liked and, you know, mm-hmm. and you're working and you want to keep working. So there is an element of like, oh, why can't I just, you know, why do I got to be such a troublemaker? Right? <laughs> so, but um, I don't, I don't, I don't regret it at all. Um, I did what was right for me. 
um, even if it wasn't right in the moment. And even, I don't know, you know, again, like this is the whole thing of like staying true to yourself, no matter what the situation is. So I, that's what I did. Um, and I, I don't regret it. I don't. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. No, but you said it was like, you know, it's that part that you like, you want to be like, you want to still get jobs and things like that and being a troublemaker. Cause that's what we're told as well. Once we open our mouth, it's suddenly we're crazy or we're troublemakers. And you're like, why? It's like, I finally want to say my mom for my whole life till nowadays, I'm 42 years old. She keeps shushing me. <laughs> my mom, yeah. it hasn't worked in 42 years. Why you keep doing it? You know, I was yeah. like, it's not going to change, you know? And, and I was like, and even I didn't do it when I was a kid to please her and I'm not going to do it now. And I'm like, if people don't want to, yeah, hear you know, it's not ladylike. Yes, it's not ladylike. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> but now I'm like, well, give me a definition of being a lady. You know, we could do whatever we want. I'm like, this is not back in the 20s or 30s when we're so restricted. And as we were saying before, we had our role. This this is your gender. This is your role. Oh, make sure that your skirt is long enough. Like, you know, your arms right. are covered, you know, like you always right. have to be looking pretty makeup and all that stuff. And I'm like, no, no, no. As a matter of fact, and my favorite week, one is, you know, make sure you're never threatening to a guy. Yes. <laughs> yes. A lot of rules, a <laughs> lot of rules. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm sure you probably got it as well, Lady. Like you, you look like a very you know, strong women like you have and by hearing your story and by hearing, you know, sharing you sharing like your challenges and everything, you can tell you had you stood your ground, you know, and and that for that, you know, it's very it takes a while for somebody who's strong to actually be like, yeah, I'm strong. And I feel there's a little bit of guilt or shame about it. Have you ever felt that way that, you know, it's just like, oh, if I have to, like, you know, being strong and it's like, as again, it's like the troublemaker. And now we're shifting that. It's like, okay, no, you're strong. And it's good that you're strong. You know, um, I not only um, was I shamed, um, like in my career, you know, of like, you're a troublemaker. And you know, you're expected, like, why are you asking? Why are you ruffling feathers? And you know, so I definitely had uh, the shame aspect attached as an actress, but even in my personal life, in social life, you know, um, I dealt with this sense of like, well, who do you think you are? You know, like if a guy asked mm -hmm. me out and I said, no, you know, a guy once flat out told me, oh, you're bipolar. Like, are you sure, you know, you're into guys like that kind of stuff. Like that was the extent because I didn't like him. And I said, so he didn't appreciate the fact that I, you know, said no to him. So he was very, 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 very hateful towards me. So that shame carries along with you, you know, and then in my personal life as well, my mom's side of the family was particularly cruel to me because I stood my ground. I know what I, I knew what I wanted and I was able, you know, I worked hard for it and I didn't apologize for it. So I was vilified quite a bit. And that's a whole story that I could like talk about for ages, mm -hmm. but, um, you are, you know, I think, which is why I think having these conversations that you and I are having are so important for women and for young men and women to know that when you are first starting out, you will be shamed, 
you know, people yeah. will put you down yeah. because you're doing something that they themselves didn't have the courage to do. Mm -hmm. So they take out their frustrations, their insecurities, their doubts on you. So I dealt with that a lot, a lot, basically since I was like 18 to like, it's only in the last couple of years. And I think it's because of the Me Too movement and because of the rise of this female and, you know, people of color are now getting the voice that my life has gotten easier. But as a strong woman um, who didn't want to compromise, I definitely had to like consistently exposed to this double standard of like, you know, you should be ashamed. You know, we don't approve of what yeah. you are doing. Yeah. So therefore you should stop doing what you're doing because yeah. we don't like it. Yeah. It makes yeah. it. So and it was everywhere. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I'm like, I had this, yeah. I had this. When I started my online business, it was a bit like that. Like my mom telling me, it's like, oh, maybe you should wear some makeup or maybe you shouldn't curse so much or maybe this. And I was like, maybe you shouldn't be watching me on social media anymore. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's badass. Like saying that to your mom, that's awesome because not a lot of people can say that. <laughs> it's like, you know, compromise. And it was like, I'm not, it's again, you know, you, you spend a lot of your youth trying to fit in already when you go to primary school and then secondary school and you know like the other day I was talking to a friend and I said that I was like I was so ashamed when I was 13 14 to say that I like Roxette which is a pop band back in the 80, 90s and I loved yeah, yeah, yeah. it but I was so ashamed yeah. all my friends listened to heavy metal so if I would say that I like a pop band I would have been crucified you know I would have been and it was horrible oh and now I'm like it took me I, I'm literally it took me 20 years to actually admit it and loud and say I love Roxette and I don't care <laughs> and I can listen to Roxette and I can listen to heavy metal oh my. <laughs> you know? yes yes we should was, play that on this oh oh my god <laughs> but you yeah. know it's something so simple and sad as well it's so simple you know and that that could define so much on how you integrate or what kind of friends you make or all that kind of thing that I think nowadays kids are being more open-minded with that as in my generation would have been like now you can see kids understanding like you know a person who's like bisexual or 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 with no gender you know or you know like those things and they're they're still friends like as in my generation would have been like oh no you know like they didn't yeah. understand what was it so they will push it away and the only reason that's happening is because we are openly talking about it. And yeah. once you talk about something, you know, Brene Brown talks about this cycle of shame, you know, all the time. And, um, but, you know, like uh, the fact that we are talking about it openly takes the shame away. Yeah. You know, it makes it okay to be a uh, gay, to be um, uh, what you might call it, transsexual, and, you know, to be a person of color, to be a woman, you know, all of those you know, to, to ha not wear makeup, you know, to look ugly for that matter, if you're a woman, you know, or yeah. to put on makeup if you're a guy, you know, yeah. and the only reason all of that stuff is happening is because we have taken the stigma out of it, yeah. you know, by having conversations and by changing the laws and by, you know, you know, like President Obama did this, like where he said that uh, transsexual uh, kids can use whatever bathroom they want, you know, mm -hmm. so those kinds of little things do make a huge difference. They make it acceptable to be different, Yeah, you know, yeah. and still not be hated. 
As a, look, I completely forgot about that. A couple of weeks ago, I, I, I was going to have a lady on my podcast. And for some reason, we started talking about that. And she was like, I was appalled when he put that law. It's like, how can I tell my kids that there's a woman walking into that toilet? And I went like, this conversation is over, lady. I'm like, I can't. It's just one of those yeah. things. I'm like, we're humans. Like, we can't keep carrying on with the same all beliefs like you know those oh this has to be this way because the church or the bible whatever whatever they whoever crazy person put those you know those regulations back in the days we keep carrying them on you're like no no it you know life life evolves we evolve as humans you know we try to be better. here's what i would say um it's like you know things even and and I and you have the right to like, and I'm sure your listeners can disagree with this as well. But here's what I stand: it's like maybe something was true in 1100, like a thousand years mm-hmm. ago, and maybe li- it was okay to create a life that was around the Bible. And of course, I say that because you know, knowing fully well that I'm not a Christian and I have not no knowledge of the Bible, but I'm saying you know, but generically speaking, maybe this life was okay 500 years ago, a thousand years ago, even though even back then, if you look into history, you're going to find how people, the religion, Christianity was being used to, you know, define and discriminate and hurt people, you know, but that reality is no longer true today. No. It's not, you know, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, there's- exactly. So we have to change. We have mm-hmm. to evolve. Um, you know, and it's not my place to morally judge anybody or to put my impose my views on them. But when morality gets in the way of humanity, then something needs to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, you know, absolutely. so and I, right, so that those are my two cents. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 but it's true. I mean, there's certain things that are for certain eras in certain times of lives as well, you know, in certain centuries. But we are, we are in a, in a pattern that we know, okay, things are moving. I think on, since internet was invented and everything, things are moving so much faster because everything is so much more accessible. So we, we want to learn facts as in before somebody will tell us this was like this and we're like, okay, there was no way for us to find out unless we go in like, you know, library encyclopedias and all that stuff that a lot of people didn't waste time doing that. But you know, now that everything's yeah. so much more accessible and you're like, and I think people are more curious about to know, like, okay, I want to learn more about what's going on and, you know, and how I can make things better. Um, you're right. Yeah. That I think technology plays a huge part in that. Absolutely. Cause it has opened up the world. Uh, you know, I mean, when I came to this country, people uh, didn't know exactly where India was. And now mm-hmm. people go live in India, like, you know, for like spiritual uh, vacation and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and technology has made it possible for us to question things that we have known to be true and to make up our own minds really. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's where the evolution and the change is coming in. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. All right, Lily. Oh my God, this had gone like a beautiful conversation. We did start it on a different note when we met and we're like, oh, okay, well, let's leave it this. Let's go into the podcast and let's talk about good things. <laughs> but it's, you know, I love, yes. I love having this dynamic, you know, like sometimes 
you can have that, you know, like you don't agree, you don't have to agree with everybody, but have to, it's nice to listen to their other point of view and, you know, and learn from one another. Because no matter what, like we'll never, you can be 110 years old and you won't know everything. That's why I think, unless you're my mother and she knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mothers do know everything. That's true. No, you're right. I'm so glad that we were able to uh, keep chatting. Uh, you know, we did have, uh, a rocky start <laughs> because we did have a personal conversation right off the bat. Yeah. Uh, but, and I think this goes to show that if you keep talking, you're going to find that you have common ground. Absolutely. Um, you know, absolutely. that we absolutely have more in common with pretty much everybody in the world than, than we don't. So yeah. if we keep talking to each other, we're going to find things that connect us, that make us stronger. Absolutely. Lovey. Tell us about, if anybody wants to find you, get to know you more, chat with you, and also read your blogs, where they can find you, Lily. I would love if people followed me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, that would be uh, Lily underscore Shaw underscore LA. So I do post a lot of my thoughts and my everything that comes uh, that happens like in my world. I post about that on my Instagram channel. So if your listeners could you, you know follow me on that, that would be great. Um, I'm also available on my website. It's IamLilyShaw.com. So if they want to ask me a question, if they want to, you know, if there is something that they want to collaborate with, I am more than happy to. So that's another way to reach out to me. Um, yeah, awesome. Instagram and my website. Awesome. I'll <laughs> drop to everything is on on those both of those platforms all right perfect so i'll drop everything on the podcast and lily before we wrap up anything any message you want to send people out there who are trying to find their authentic self try to let go of those nagging voices and just stay focused on <laughs> on their life purpose on their dreams what would you like to say to them i would say to, uh, my one would be to not dismiss people right off the bat. Uh, you never know where your knowledge, your information, your next step, your best friend is gonna come from. So be open to whatever life throws at you. And always know that in a world where you know we can be anything, choose to be kind. Kindness opens more doors than anything else. Mm -hmm. And it's easy. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lovely. Lily, thanks again. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for the conversations. Thank you for getting my brain thinking. <laughs> you know, I really appreciate it. I really, really appreciate it. You know, and opening my mind for, you know, for other, for other things as well. Like, you know, I really, I really, really enjoyed talking to you. I really did today, lovely. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Maria. I really appreciate this opportunity and this platform to come on and talk to your listeners especially in Argentina that's a new uh, platform for me so this has been w wonderful it's been lovely thank you so much thank you and uh, for everybody who's listening we'll be here next week again with another special guest and have a wonderful week bye thanks for tuning in lovies I love to hear your thoughts and opinions so drop your comments or give us a shout I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under my
Maria C. Krause, or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and business. Love, life, me. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are.